Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Bizzuto. I'm the president here at IAW and your host today. I love, love, love these podcast episodes. I get to talk to some really amazing women and share their stories with you. But more than that, we talk a lot about challenges and tips and resources to help you navigate your personal and professional journeys. Today, my guest is Sue Rodriguez. She's been a certified health coach for the past 14 years. Sue started out helping people to lose weight and reclaim their health from the ravages of many lifestyle diseases, such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and type two diabetes. What she quickly learned was that diets were not what her clients needed as much as a way to install behaviors and ways of thinking to serve themselves better. Having been an educator in the public school system for decades, who took her positivity and her ability to break large concepts down into digestible pieces. She learned that great health is a compilation of tiny habits that lead into a larger lifestyle. When individuals are asked what matters most to them, it creates this sense of why power. Sue encourages people to rely on this when the going gets tough because willpower can run out. When clients develop a why, the how becomes easier to tackle. Sue has a way of taking big, hairy, audacious goals and breaking them down into the smallest, most manageable parts so that her clients meet with large degree of success. This builds trust in themselves and a sense of pride and accomplishment. I also want to mention Sue was the recipient of our Influencer Award this past October at the Inspirational Influencer Gala in our health and wellness category. So congratulations, Sue, and thanks for joining me here today on the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So we're going to have a conversation about installing these habits to increase self-love, self-care, and reaching any health goal. So let's talk about a starting point here with installing habits. Yeah, it's every really you said it all in that introduction. <laughs> okay, I'm done. We're done. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, when I used to be an elementary school teacher, and the one grade I didn't want to teach was first grade because, oh my gosh, you have to teach them how to read. And that is such a gigantic goal. It's made up of so many things. And when I um, got to first grade, because of course that's where they put me. Um, I realized that it's first, you know, picking up a book and, you know, turning the pages and looking at the pictures and making a story and what are the letters and what are the sounds and, you know, and all of it gradually together form the ability to be able to read. And it's the same thing in absolutely any other thing. I mean, think about it. um, I forgot if you were a runner or not. Are you a runner? Well, I used to be. It's one of those things that I would before when my kids were really young, I was after my third was born, I got injured. Oh no. I've had a hard time, but it's one of my goals for next year is to get back into doing. Okay, great. So if you, if you think about that, like getting back ready, you're not going to just go sign up for a marathon. (laughs) Right. You know, maybe it starts with a walk. Maybe it starts with a walk run. Maybe it goes to, you know, you know, training for a 5k and it's all these progressive things. You don't, you go to a marathon cold without, you know, your, your body is going to shut down on you. Right. (laughs) It is the same exact thing you know if we're going to talk about this area 
of, of let's just talk about weight loss for a second. You know, you go to the doctor and they say, um, you have to lose weight or else, you know, A, B, and C, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, all the things. So they tell you the, the thing they write on their prescription pad is diet and exercise. <laughs> Blah! You know, first of all, duh, I know that, but what does that mean? How do we break that down? And that's what I really, I, that's what I help my clients with, um, breaking things down into the tiniest micro habit. Um, an example um, could be you want to do, you want to be able to do 10 push-ups right? And you, you can't do them. <laughs> you can't do one. So you might want to start with one wall push-up, not mm -hmm. even the, you know, the, I don't know if it's a technical term for the girl push-up, <laughs> but a wall push-up. Right. Do one. Can you do more? Of course, do as many as you want. Can you go down on the floor and try to do the real ones? Of course. But the goal is to do one wall push-up. So you are a success. You've met your goal for the day if you've done one. And I encourage pe people to make a chart. You know, I'm an elementary school teacher at heart. So, you know, put a sticker up or, you know, fill in a box, something yeah. so that you can see that you are accomplishing. Because a lot of times we, we come to these goals with um, starting out with a feeling of defeat. Right. Um, you know, it's too hard. I can't do it. I know me. I'm not going to keep it up. You know, all the all the mental talk. Um, we had um, Amanda did a, 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 a not a podcast, but a webinar talking yeah. about, you know, all the thoughts in our head of the 80,000 thoughts, you know, 80 percent of them are negative. So this is a way to build up kind of self-esteem and confidence and proving to yourself that you can keep your word because you could literally do it as your head is hitting the pillow. Right. Um, and then, and then you just go from there. And, and I know I've done it. I was um, installing um, a meditation habit because I want to do at least 20 minutes every day. I mean, ultimately 20 minutes twice a day, but I'm not there. <laughs> um, and so my micro habit was 10 deep breaths in a day. And what I did was I charted it. And I remember going like a day or two, um, not doing it. And I felt like crap. And I'm like, Oh my, you know, Sue, blah, 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 all the talk. But I looked at my chart and out of 10 days, I missed only two, like, that's really good. And when the whole month was done, I think I missed three or four. So, right. you know, that's 26 days of doing what I said I was going to do, but we tend to focus if we don't record we tend to focus on what we didn't do and that gets looped and cycled in our brain and then we give up. Yeah. Um, so those are, you know, I would say, you know, whatever your bigger goal is, even though like weight loss seems like only one little thing, but even that's made up of a million things. Right. Um, you know, you could be right. working on stress reduction or sleep or water or food or, you know, calorie or so many things. So break it down to the smallest possible thing. And you could do that with anything you want to read a book a month or a book a week, you know, have your micro habit be five minutes a day or one page a day and, and build. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love what you, what you set up here because it sounds so easy when you break it down to a micro habit that is not time intensive. I think you, you use the running reference and the last race I ran was a 10 miler. And it went really, it was, it was fun and I did really well. 
And Mm -hmm. the reason I haven't gotten back into running is because I'm nowhere near that 10, that I'm nowhere near where I was at that point in my life. Mm -hmm. And I need to, I need to identify the micro habits that are going to allow me to make progress to get back to that point. And yep. for me, that's really hard, right? For me, it's like, well, no, cause I, I want to go out and run that 10 mile race and feel really good. But if I run mm-hmm. a mile today, I'm going to feel ignorant. <laughs> so right. like, it's- well, um, may I coach you on that Sure. <laughs> for you and the whole audience? Yep. Um, one tiny micro habit you could do is, um, put your running shoes on every day. Mm-hmm. Put them on, take them off, put, yeah. but put them on. But, yeah. You know, uh, you know, maybe, you know, once you got that down every day, you know, put the whole outfit on, you yep. know, and, and, you know, that progresses and you go out the door and maybe, you know, you walk or whatever one minute yep. and come back after one minute, that's it. You know, and if you've done, you know, and those are separate, they're not compiled there. You get right. one first and what it does is um, with with one of the programs I coach for, we have this big giant life book and it's a big giant book. So it's like scary looking and it's heavy and fat and everything. (laughs) And so what I tell my clients to do, and they kind of laugh at me, but I tell them the micro habit for getting into that is a personal development course, basically in a book. And I tell them, all you have to do is open and close the book every day. That's it. Open and close the book. And they laugh. They're like, they, 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 they sound like seven-year-olds and they say, wait, that counts, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, yes, that counts. But, because what it's doing is it's creating the space for more. If it's in the front of your brain, so all I have to do is open and close the book and then I'm good. You know, you know, maybe you'll look at, um, you know, um, um, Maybe you'll look at a page, maybe you'll look at a picture, but it's a win. You get to check it off, you get the sticker, whatever it is, you know, you did your job by just opening and closing the book. And, you know, some people feel like, oh, that's so silly. How am I going to even read this book? But it's it's the concept of creating the space for it. Mm-hmm. So how long to install a micro habit? Like how many, how many days do we need to be doing something repetitively? It's a great to- question. And there's actually um believe it or not, of all the things to debate about, that's debatable. (laughs) You know, some people say 21 days, some people say 68 days, there's all the days. And what I say is, when that habit becomes brainless for you, Mm. then move on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because in other words, what we're looking for is automatic, making it automatic (laughs) (laughs) and and no thought involved. The, The beauty, the brain is constantly working to make things as easy as possible because it's it, its job is to conserve energy. So as soon as the brain doesn't have to work, you created this neural pathway for you of putting your, your running shoes on every day. Um, so you can move on now. Now you can get the yeah. clothes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. I did this with water. So I, I used to be a, I wake up in the morning and I go straight to the coffee machine and that's my first thing. And and one day I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to have a glass of water first. And every, every morning I woke up and I went and I got my glass of water. And then one morning I didn't do it. And I found myself thirsty. I was like, good. why is my mouth? And then I realized I didn't have my water. And it's, it, it just like, it just clicked one day. Like I'm going to just do water first thing in the morning. (laughs) 
<laughs> and what you said is really important. You may not realize it, but that's a one of the key components of a habit installation is stacking it. It's called habit stacking with one with the other. So that's perfect. And I exactly, you could be a coach too. <laughs> that's what I tell my clients. I tell them that, okay, if you're not getting enough water while your coffee is brewing, like the night before, put the bottle of water by the coffee machine. And mm. so while it's brewing, you're Drink. having your water. Yeah. Yeah. And they become uh, paired. Right. Right. And I think habit stacking can, can be such a tool in, in sort of like getting us through the day and, and combining things so that it's, it, it does become automatic and it doesn't right. feel like one more thing I'm trying to squeeze in. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. Do you have any other examples of habit stacking? Oh my gosh. I could probably think of a million. Um, I have my, I actually, I have a 13 year old and she wanted a pull-up bar for Christmas, but super scrawny arms couldn't do a pull-up to save her life. And she decided every night when she brushed her teeth, she was going to brush her teeth and then hang on the bar and then brush her teeth and try to do a pull-up. The kid can now do pull-ups like crazy. Like it's, wow. it's insane. And every night she brushes her teeth and then she goes to the pull-up bar. Yeah, no, that's and, great. Yeah. So that's a, it, that's a perfect example of it. I'm a little jealous too. <laughs> I am too. I've never been able to do a pull-up and I'm like, I'll walk by the bar and be like, maybe I should try, but it's just, they're going up and up and I'm like, wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> so, that's awesome. but that's exactly it. It's just pairing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you know, with me and books, I, I got, um, I listen to audiobooks now while I'm driving. So if I have a drive that's, you know, more than 10 minutes, I'll put it in and, and boom, that's my, you know, my goal of reading 15 minutes every day. Boom. I got that done. Yeah. You know? yeah. The same. I often, when I walk my dog, I listen to podcasts so that I'm, I'm listening, I'm taking in while I'm also out walking, which yep. like the exercise component, the fresh air, the, the learning component, like it, it just, it makes it complete for me. I feel like. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's a good multitasking. I'm not a big fan of multitasking in general, but right. that's a good one. That's yeah. a real good one. I also, what's interesting, if I put a podcast on, when I go out to walk the dog, we walk further because I want to keep listening. Whereas if I don't have anything on, I go to the end of the street and back. So no, you're actually, waiting for it to be over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it actually forces me, like it pushes me into this longer walk, which is good mm -hmm. for me. And the dog. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's funny because yes, we, we need coaches because it's great accountability and it helps with structure, but we know all we need to know 
You know what I mean? It's just, it's some form of accountability. And if someone didn't want to like, you know, hire a coach, something really simple is that chart. Because that's an accountability. There are a million apps that can be your accountability partner. I love the charts that go month by month and you color in the box. Like the, the, the month has all the boxes and you color. It just, it it aesthetically looks really cool to me. Yes. I I love it too. And I use crayons. I color it different. I'll send you some because I've got, I've got them. You've got them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you make it fun, if you, if you add that component of like, oh, I can't wait to color in my box today. Or for some people it's closing all the rings, right? It's that satisfaction right. at the end of the day, seeing all my rings closed on my watch. Like that. And what's great about that, Megan, is now we're starting to reprogram the brain to look for what we're doing right. Mm-hmm. You know, as a classroom teacher in elementary school, go, go into a kindergarten classroom the teacher doesn't have to yell. All the teacher, all the kids could be running around doing something mischievous. The teacher only has to spot out the one little kid who's Johnny, good boy for sitting down. All of the others go sit they down. They want that attention. They want that attention. And we are the same five-year-old. <laughs> and <laughs> so when we, you know, I mean, that would be like the number one thing. I mean, back to the title of the podcast, you know, really you can't do any. Well, you can do anything, but um, best case scenario, like you're doing these things because you love and care about yourself, that you're looking for the positive. I mean, how many times in a day do we point out what went well? A lot of people, and I encourage everybody listening to have a gratitude journal, even if it's just, uh, you know, I would say go get a nice fun book. Um, there's a great um, book. I can give you the resource later to if you want like a, a programs one, but um just focusing on what well during the day. And especially right. if you do it at night, that rolls around in your subconscious the whole night long. And instead of, you know, how many times have you been mad about something right before you go to bed? And then you think you, you had a crappy day. Yeah. But if you, you know, take a minute to think what went well today? What mm-hmm. am I proud of? What did I accomplish? You know, what am I grateful for? And all of a sudden, what you were upset about is a smaller percentage. I mean, mathematically, it's just a smaller thing. So it just feels less of an issue. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you know, it's funny growing up, we had a family, a good family friend and she, every, no matter who she was with at dinner, you went around the dinner table and shared what your best part of the day was. Everybody, everybody had to share. There was like, and it could be as simple as like, we're all together having dinner, or it could be a really big moment, but it always left you with that feeling of, mm-hmm. Hey, really good things did happen today. And mm-hmm. I love that mindset. I do this a lot with my kids at the end of the day and talking Great. about, Hey, what did you enjoy today? What went really well? What mm-hmm. gets them talking a little bit, but it's, mm-hmm. it's less focus on the bad and more focus on on the positive. And there's like a family habit to install that, you know, they're going to take that into their own lives because you've given them this like window of, you know, where to look for good. Yeah. You know, we're inundated with bad stuff. I Mm -hmm. mean, I I try to block it out (laughs) and focus on, on, on what's, what I feel good about in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. I think the bad stuff, I mean, anytime you go on your phone, right. If you open a social media app or a news app or whatever, you're inundated with, if not bad, the comparison, right. I, I, I follow a lot of health and fitness people because I'm very inspired and motivated by it, but sometimes it has me 
thinking, well, why, why not me right now? And I know why not me right now, because I'm under a lot of stress. And right now I don't have the capacity right. to fit exercise in. I do. I walk, I do some yoga, but I don't have the capacity to hit the gym hard every single day. And, and so, that's where you have to give yourself grace. Yep. You know, this has been a year for me too, of physical healing. I've had like surgery and all the things. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, you have to be grateful that you're in healing mode, that right. you have the time that you can stop, you know, I had a friend pass away. And fortunately, like I've got the schedule that I could just sit down and cry yeah. and, and just say, good, Sue, I'm glad you can do this. Like, you right. know, we have to honor where we're at too, because, you know, the fitness, you never arrive there anyway. We're always a work in progress. Yeah. Um, so giving yourself grace, even if there are setbacks, it's okay. You know, you know, because the self-care and the self-love and giving yourself grace, you know, is more important than reaching that goal, in my opinion. Right. One of the things we talked about before we recorded was this idea of stopping, of of taking an intentional pause in your day. And I shared, I had a, a tough meeting this morning. And instead of coming home and getting right on my computer, I sat on my couch and I read a book for an hour and I just zoned out. And it's not very often that I give myself that time to pause, but it's Beautiful. so important. Yeah. <laughs> and you and likened it many... to like the stop, drop and roll, right? It's the yeah. stop and, and actually care for yourself. Stop, drop and self-care. Yeah. And, and self-care can be something different for every single person. It could be deep breathing. It could be meditating. It could be journaling. It could be walking. It could be playing. I have one client, um, you know, she plays with her dogs. Um, and that's meditative and relaxing and that's her pause. So yeah. any, you know, it could be gardening. It could be, it could just literally just close your eyes for, you know, when I was installing my habit of meditation, my goal at first um, was turn um, my phone off, sit in my bedroom chair. I called it my prayer chair. It's just a chair. Um, and, and the only rule was I had my eyes closed for five minutes. So there were no, you know, how people say meditation, it's got to be this, or it's got to be that. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, you know, so whatever it is for, for them, you reading the book, that's awesome. Me, sometimes it's just stopping and crying. <laughs> yeah. And I think you have to give yourself space for that. I think that part of that self-love, self-care journey is actually taking the time to sit down and, and carve out that space when you need it, because yeah. If you continue, I think so often we get on this cycle of go, go, go. I got to I got to keep the momentum going. I have to get to the next thing. And what I have found for myself recently is I'm not as productive as I want to be because there's all this other stuff going on and to actually take a moment and just like pause Quiet the mind. It's yeah. quieting the mind. There's a great book called the untethered soul by Michael Singer. Ooh. And he talks about this concept of, um, I, I forget his words, but kind of like the soul and the ego. And if you think about it, that ego, that's the part of your brain that's incessantly talking. Mm-hmm. And he has a great analogy where you're sitting on the couch and, you know, the voice in your head is a person sitting next to you and you're watching TV and this person next to you is incessantly talking. Oh, doesn't that guy look like the guy we went out with when we were 16? What about that script? You would kick that person out, but they're in our head. <laughs> but the the voice that's observing that chatter is the one that really has the control. So right. it's a great book for listeners, for anybody to to read, to to practice, you know, seeing the different voices 
And then, you know, tapping into the observer voice. Mm-hmm. And that observer voice is the one that's going to encourage us to give ourselves grace. It's the quiet, when we say quieting the mind, it's, it's that it's, it's a very powerful book. <laughs> Sounds real. I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a book junkie, so I'm going to have to go check it out. It was the oh, untethered soul, correct? Correct. Okay. So for anyone listening, untethered soul. Uh, so as we start to wrap up here, I love this conversation as we head into the end of the year. And I know so many people look at January 1st as this sort of this, I'm not, I'm not a fan of new year's resolutions. I, I sort of shy. I, if people have them, that's great. I don't, it's what, whatever you do you, but personally, I find that I need habits that can carry me through. And if I start January 1st with 15 new things, I'm not going to be successful. And so I, it's this idea of like, we're a continuation work in progress, not just a 12 month cycle. So, um, but as we head into the end of the year, holiday parties are starting up, right? We're going to have lots of temptation, lots of, lots of parties, lots of things around, lots of people around. And I think looking at habits that are going to set you up for success is really important. So Mm -hmm. lots of great tips here. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you that want to connect with Sue, you can find Sue on her website at mycoachsue.com. Also on social media, you're active on Facebook, correct? Mm -hmm. Facebook, it's just Sue Rodriguez, right? It's actually, uh, one day I'll change it, but it's actually Susan Kochman Rodriguez. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make sure we get that link in the show notes. Um, I, Sue and I are connected on Facebook. That's why I don't have it written down here. Um, but if anyone wants to follow her as we wrap up here, any last minute tips or things that you want to share with our listeners? I would just say, you know, sit down, um, you know, if if it's regularly great, um, but at some point and just, you know, be grateful for everything that you do have and where you're at, because where you're at today is further along from where you were yesterday. And, you know, just think lovingly where, you know, connect with your future self. What is she doing? What is she saying? What is she thinking? How is she acting? What is she, you know, and have her counsel you about what to do in your very next move, you know, during the holidays at the parties, you know, listen, if you, if you, if you have a holiday party on Christmas Eve, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, on five days of the year, do what you want, but don't make it a whole holla month or holla season, make them holidays and, you know, and, and act in accordance with your goals, whatever they are with, you know, with that future self that you want to create. And, you know, and if you fall off the wagon, give yourself grace and start fresh. Yeah. Love that. Well, Sue, thank you so much. Thanks to everyone who listened in today. We will see you back here again next week for another episode of Unlimited Horizons. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.